Have you ever been old before? Has anyone you know? It's part of the cycle of life, and it happens to most of us. If you're over 65, getting there, or concerned about someone who is, this podcast is for you. Hosts Dr. Marilyn Lakin, Marie Sola, and Sarah Stacy, a multi-generational team of women, will help you redefine what it means to get older. We'll be bringing you the latest information and speaking with today's experts and pioneers. Best of all, we bring it to you from a place of understanding. Our goal is to create a library of knowledge and experience to help you or your loved ones navigate this phase of life to the fullest. We can't turn back the clock, but we can make sure we live our lives informed and on our own terms. Hi, everyone. Today's factoid is about the fourth thing you must consider when you want to retire. Of course, that raises the question, what are those first three things? And they are, have you done enough? The second thing is, have you had enough? The third thing is, will you have enough to live on? But today's factoid is about the fourth thing. And that is, will you have enough to do that gives meaning to your life? The first three questions are easier to answer than the last one. Many of us define ourselves by the job that we do or we did, or the titles we have. Once we retire, we lose that definition and the time we spend at a job. We often need things to take its place. That doesn't mean we substitute new activities for the hours we spend at work. It means more than that. People have different answers for what gives meaning to their life after they retire. Many of the older people I interviewed mentioned spending more time with family and friends, enjoying hobbies, traveling, reading a good book. Some don't miss their old job at all, but most miss many of the colleagues and friends that came with it. Marie, you're entering your 60s. What do you think about the time that comes with retirement? You know, it, that's a really interesting question, Marilyn, because my friends are starting to retire, some of my friends. And, you know, as I think about it, I never realized how much I identified myself with my career, like who I am. And, you know, I've always had these cool jobs and this is part of who I am. So when I think about retirement, I think about what's my new identity, like what's the the new Marie going to be? Who is she going to be? But also the whole thought of what am I going to do with my time, you know? Um, and am I still going to be engaging with people and meeting all these wonderful people? So I can't at this point imagine just trying to fill my time with things around the house or even with just travel, to be honest with you. Well, I can tell from your comments that you're not ready to retire. Some people feel disoriented and a little lost when they first retire. Many newly retired people mention the initial relief at not having to go to work, and they list everything that they plan to do. But after a while, many realize something is missing. A few people learn that their job gave them the most meaning in their lives and either return to that job or they look for another. But most find other things to do, and in many cases, Things find them. A good chunk of their economy functions based on volunteer work. One piece of advice for new retirees 
is to think carefully about the things you volunteer to do. Take your time before deciding what to volunteer for. You can become overwhelmed with the need for help. Be picky and learn to say no. Before retirement, you spend much of your time in school, you worked at a job, or within the home. Retirement truly is a new phase in your life. Sarah, you're only in your early 30s. What do you think about retirement? Well, I appreciate you saying only. That makes me feel so much better. <laughs> um, but yeah, the retirement age here in Ireland at the moment is 66. And they've been talking for years about bringing it up or bringing it down. And, you know, as you mentioned, a lot of people are glad to retire because they feel like they've earned it after a lifetime in the workplace. But increasingly, I'm noticing a lot of older people who are a bit worried about retirement, reaching retirement, and they're concerned that they will feel a little bit lost or not as useful as they once did. And it does make me think about my own future, like not having a job that's meaningful to me. I, I know that would leave a significant gap in my life. So how do older people find meaning in their lives after they retire? Well, everybody's different. Retirees may find meaning in establishing deeper relationships with family and friends. Of course, this often includes traveling to visit and spending time, uh, sometimes days or weeks there. Some find new friends with whom they share common interests, but this is a period in life when you have time to do the things that you want, not necessarily what you must do. And you have more freedom over how you spend your time and who you want to spend your time with. Now, notice how often I use the word time. Most Americans are obsessed with time. There is something that you regret not doing because you lacked the time or the money to do something. Uh, some retirees go back to school to complete a degree. Others take courses in subjects they're curious about, but never had time for when they were younger. You can enjoy a hobby you used to steal time to do. A few people turn a hobby into a business. There are many clubs to join and organizations that are desperate for volunteers. Helping others is a way to give back to those who helped you, and you meet other like-minded people in the process. Now, some retirees discover or rediscover nature. This feeds the soul, and they often get exercise doing it. Retirement is a time to reflect and consider what you want to pass on to others. Some people write short stories about their lives, about their families, and the values that they wish to pass to children and grandchildren. This is a great way to send off a legacy. There are in-person and online classes in how to do this. It's really interesting listening to you describe how to add meaning to your life after you retire. And to be honest, it, it makes me wonder, why do we have to wait that long to do it? I mean you know, it seems like a good idea to try and add that meaning to your life when you're younger. Um, I think about all the stresses in my life at the moment and the things that are taking up my time. So looking back to when you were younger, do you think things are more stressful now? It's a good question. I think every generation has its own kind of stress. I mean, imagine what the Neanderthals faced 50,000 years ago. I think we have things a little bit easier now. I watch young people today who work in a world that's much different from the one I worked in. 
Things seem to be speeding up. You must do more with less. Your lives feel very noisy to me. And I don't mean that in a loud way, but in a busy, confusing, fast-based manner. Younger people must find ways to reduce the volume to learn what gives them meaning. You know, as I hear you talking about this, Marilyn, um, I'm thinking about the fact that I'm sort of on the tail end of the baby boomers, somewhere in between sort of Gen X and the baby boomers. And yet the baby boomer is such a big demographic that I almost feel sometimes that generationally it's a little bit different. And so I've been... Uh, I've seen sort of both things where it's been quieter and now things are heating up and so much is pulling for attention of your time. And I've been really wrapped into that with my work at the older part of my life. Um, And so I'm wondering, what can I learn and, and younger people, even people younger than me, learn from retirees now about how to make our lives less stressful and more meaningful? It's a good question. And I don't know if there's a magic formula for this, but I can tell you that there are several things that have always worked for me. First is to define what gives meaning to your life and make it a goal to find the time to do those things. That means developing a strategy and reducing that noise level or eliminating as many things as possible that sap your energy and waste your time. When I was younger, and and even now, whenever I feel stressed and overwhelmed, I grab a large yellow lined writing pad. I make a list of all the things that I have to do, and especially things that are adding stress to my life, things that take away the joy. Then I divide the items into three groups. Uh, The first group are things that I can eliminate quickly such as committees that I'm on or activities that I do that kind of suck energy out of me, things that I can say, you know, I've had enough time doing this. I need to pull out of this. Another group are activities and people that take some time and thought to eliminate or to reduce their impact. In other words, you can drop them, but not immediately. This is something you have to work on, develop a strategy for. The third group are things and people that you're stuck with for now, things you can't do anything about. But making the list and acting quickly, especially on that first group and coming up with a plan for the second one, gives you a sense of control. And it frees up time and energy to do things that bring meaning and joy to your life. And that's something that you can do at any point in your life. That's actually a really great idea. And I have to say this whole discussion has already kind of inspired me to think about some ways of changing things. Do most retirees eventually find meaning in this phase of their lives? Another good question. And I don't think that anybody absolutely has that answer. Based on the hundreds of people I've spoken with, most do find meaning in their lives after they retire. However, some people don't retire by choice and others face serious health problems that use up their savings and narrow their options. Some lack the resources to afford a comfortable retirement, or they face the loss of family and friends, and they never quite recover from that loss. As a result, they become depressed and isolated, and their world becomes smaller. This is where the term resilience comes in, and we will discuss resilience on another podcast. 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and want to stay up to date with our podcasts and content, visit our website at neverbeenoldbefore.com. Never been old, the letter B and the number 4.com, where you can also sign up for our email newsletter. Find us on Facebook at Never Been Old Before and give us a follow. We'd love to connect and hear your thoughts. Until the next episode, this is Marilyn, Marie and Sarah signing off.